Hi, this is Savannah. And this is Brian from the Dorky Diva Show. And you're listening to Star Wars. The best place for below average Star Wars. In a world where people need 80s and 90s movie reviews, two regular Geordies combine forces to bring you the Brother to Brother 80s and 90s movie review podcast. Check them out on Twitter, YouTube, and all decent podcast vendors. Hello there, and welcome to the Star Wars Show, the best place for below average Star Wars. Your two hosts today are myself, the Jordy Jedi Pete, and of course, Ian, the Cannon Junkie XL. We are coming in your ears. Ian, how are you? I'm good, mate. Yourself? I'm good. Obviously, we haven't recorded in a while. Um, life gets in the way, as they say, but I'm excited. You know, we're in the middle of Andor. We've got, um, I've forgotten what it's called, Secret of the Jedi, whatever it's called. That's coming out. Uh, Tales of the Jedi. Jedi. That's the one, right? Tales of the Jedi. Jedi. Um, he's coming out soon. That's going to be good. Um, and obviously, Christmas around the corner. We're going to get loads of good Star Wars presents, hopefully. So, lots, lots coming out. How are you? I'm good, mate. Yeah. Like I said, life's a bit crazy at the moment. I'm getting married on Saturday. So, all my time is pretty much dictated to that. So, it's nice to jump on with you to record just before I get married. I know, obviously, you know, getting married, it's going to be an exciting time. Um, I know that you're going to be getting yourself to the big city for a bit after the wedding. Yeah. Uh, is that because you want to celebrate the wedding? Or is that because you want to go to the Big Forbidden Planet and get some good Star Wars merch? I did think I did think about the Big Forbidden Planet. We, I will be going to the Big Forbidden Planet. And like I said, it's nice now. We've been saving for years, so it's nice to have some, uh, potentially some disposable income again, so I can potentially get back to buying some Star Wars stuff. Definitely. Me, myself, I'm sort of homeless at the minute. I've sold my house. And uh, the deal for my new house hasn't gone through. It's stalled. So I'm currently like surfer surfing between um between like friends and family and all my stuff's in storage. I'm currently recording this podcast in uh, my mum's dressing room, <laughs> which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like luckily all the Hasbro pre-orders that I want had turned up. Um, there was one wrestling figure pre-order at Danhausen, which I've had to change the address of my mum's. Um, and then any future pre-orders I make, I'm gonna have to probably pre-order. To come to my mum's house, um. So I'm sure yeah. if you're waiting to buy a new house, I'm sure you're in love with all this stuff with the economy at the moment. I'm sure it's great for that. Yeah, but no. So I'm cutting down on pre-orders and I'm cutting down on buying the things I see in the stores just because I don't have anywhere to put them right now. It's a hard but, life. But when I go to London, because I'm going to London next week as well, I'm hoping to track down one or two things. Maybe I can get one or two by one holiday. That'll be all right. I'm obviously not very uh, well-versed with London. I think I've only been like twice in my life, so me and our lass are going to do a... She's going to show me a drive on how to get to the Excel Centre for celebration as well. Because we are, to be fair, we're staying uh, at a loft, which is just behind the Excel Centre, which is good. So I'm going to do a drive on to, from King's Cross to how to get to the Excel Centre so we can so I can figure it out on uh, when we go to celebration in April. Fantastic. And where are you staying for celebration? Oh, I can't remember. I think it's a Premier Inn in the Lower Docklands. It's about a 15-minute walk from the XL, so it's not too bad. 
I got a decent deal though because I looked the other day and the prices are ridiculous. So they are indeed. Yeah, they are indeed. I might be sleeping on your floor in your hotel room. I'll, get, I'll buy you a kebab. You can do. <laughs> Sounds like a good deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got I've got a holiday. I've got one pre-booked, and it's like hour a grand. Uh, so I haven't paid for that yet. I'm probably going to cancel that. I think look for somewhere cheaper. Hopefully, because yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'd there, yeah. yeah, so on the floor, but I'll get your takeaway. In. That's fine by me. <laughs> um, let's dive into some Star Wars chat. Obviously, um, as I classically got wrong at the beginning, it's not Secrets of the Jedi. It's called Tales of the Jedi. Although, what a great series Secrets of the Jedi could be. If anyone's listening, I could write that. Um, the Secrets of the Jedi could be about all these Jedi who are um, not following the Jedi Code. I don't know if you've been reading High Republic, but there's a Jedi in there who like is sleeping around with people and doing all sorts of fun stuff. Ah, yeah, I did. Yeah, uh... There was also a Jedi in uh, Master and Apprentice, Ray Labaros. He's one of Count Dooku's apprentices who was uh, sleeping with people. Hey, to be fair, it says you can't fall in love. It doesn't say anything about sleeping people. To be fair. New series, Secret Affairs of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like a soap rock, opera. We're rocking and rolling. It'll be PG-13 because we're not going to show anything too bad. We're just going to insinuate. Just insinuate. We'll see the door shut and then like sexy music play, but you won't see anything happening. That's that's how that's how it's going to be. On you talk about that. Uh, obviously, I, mean, I know you haven't seen the newest episode of Andor, but there's a the music at the end of Andor today is like funky Star Wars techno. It's class, fantastic. Comment and download that for Spotify. Uh, let's have a listen. Um, so yeah, let's talk about Tales of the Jedi. Obviously, you know we've had a couple of trailers out. I know some people in the industry have uh, seen the whole series and loved it. I know Sky Talker, Charlotte and Caitlin were talking about how awesome it was. Um, I definitely trust them with how how awesome it was. But obviously we haven't. Um, but I'm very excited for this series. Um, Ian, just talk us through what your thoughts of the trailer, trailers we've had, the feel for the show, and what you're most excited about getting from Tales of the Jedi. I'll be honest, I'm more excited about the Camp Dooku side. As much as I love Ahsoka, I do feel like we're getting a bit in the realm where we get a bit too much Ahsoka at the moment. Obviously, we've really shown that, but I won't complain. I will like the show. The Camp Dooku stuff's really, uh, really interesting for me. Uh, because obviously, it I think he's a character who could be fleshed out a lot more. Obviously, there was Dooku Jedi Lost, which was the audio drama, which you can also buy as a like a script book, which I thought was really good. It was one of my favorite new uh, things in the canon. I thought that was really cool. I hope they don't wreck on that too much. But uh, obviously, we see as well Dooku fighting Yaddle in the trailer, which is interesting. I fully believe that he will kill. Yaddle in the show. That's why we obviously don't see a past the Phantom Menace. It's all about his turn. And then obviously the Ahsoka stuff. There's obviously been stuff mentioned in the Clone Wars before about who brought her to the Jedi. Obviously Plo Koon and her people and all that type of thing. So I'm really looking forward to it. Any Star Wars animation is good to me. I've always loved the animated shows and all that type of thing. And Plus it's, it looks like Clone Wars animation as well. So yeah, who's hugely excited to see what is in store. Like I said, more more excited for the Camp Dooku stuff. That's purely just based on we haven't got a lot of him. We I feel like we've got a lot of Ahsoka recently. So yeah, hugely excited. Yeah, I think for me, on the Camp Dooku side, I'm excited to see Dooku and how intense he is and the tease in the trailer, him and Mace Windu, who, you know, Mace Windu's a bit of a prick anyway. <laughs> Mace Windu was like telling Dooku to calm down. They were like, Jesus. I'll pass the one after me to get totally calmed down by Mace Windu. Um, get to see young Qui Gon, which is quite cool. Um, yeah. You mentioned Ray Alvaros, maybe we'll see him. Could be cool. 
Young, uh, young, young Qui-Gon's being voiced by Liam Neeson's son as well, I believe. Oh, fantastic. Love that. Cool. I'm pretty sure that's true. I'm, I'll just double-check that, but yeah. Awesome. But yeah, obviously, Yaddle. I think Yaddle's going to die. I think that sums up just how um, scarily inept the Jedi are at this time, where you know Yaddle's probably going to die at the hands of a Sith Lord, right? And they're just like, oh, like Yaddle just vanished, so we'll just replace her on the council, but don't yeah. know where it is. <laughs> Might be dead, might not be. Like, they're so well, unaware of what's going on around them. Which is well, if you look in the trailer, she's 100% in the works, which is obviously Palpatine's spooky Sith factory type thing. So she's a, there's a shot of her in, uh, standing in front of, obviously, the thing where Count Dooku flies through in Attack of the Clones. So she's 100% in the works. So she's 100% onto uh, Count Dooku. Definitely. So I'm excited for that. Um, also excited for... Um, I want to see how that goes down. I think Dooku will be like, oh, like, you're my master species, but, like, you're not as good. Ha, 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 I'm going to kill you or something. So that could be cool. Um, from the Ahsoka side, I know what you mean about saying, oh, like, you're getting too much Ahsoka. But I also know for a fact, as soon as we see Ahsoka, like, at Padme's funeral, going to lose me lose me shit big time. Obviously, <laughs> I, would, I would go back. I don't mean that we're getting too much. I just mean, like, sometimes it looks like we're getting a lot. From that character, if you know what I mean. No, I, I, I said I, I hundred percent agree with you, but I think it's one of those things. that's like, oh yeah, we're getting a lot, but then when we get it, we'll be like our drawers will drop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like we're like, you know, I don't know, like you know, I love kebabs, right? I don't yeah. want one right now, but if someone dropped one off, I'd be like, oh yeah, kebab. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, it is, but, yeah. it is Liam Neeson's son, by the way, who's voicing Young Quagron. Yeah, that's true. Fantastic, keeping in the family. Eh? Um, I'm excited about that. Um, obviously, I'm excited about. Ahsoka side, we see sort of Ahsoka as a baby in one of the Togrota priests be like, oh, Ahsoka is Jedi. Um, I like that idea of them being sort of, you know, it feels almost Aboriginal, mythical. You know, they've got like a, a priest or a priestess or like a, a magic woman, a magic man like in the tribe where they live. And that sums up, that's similar to the Togrotas that we see in the High Republic era as well, where, you know, we've got sort of the queen and how sort of the, she's like head of the tribe almost and you know, we have the head of security who fights alongside the Jedi and things like that. Um, so I, I got similar vibes, which is good from from sort of that species and how how they live in that community. So I'm excited for that. Um, <coughs> also excited to see, you know, what Padme does at, at sorry what what Ahsoka does at Padme's funeral. I think it's going to be really cool. Uh, and then also that um, I believe it, it's classed as a Inquisitor with the mask. Yes, I believe so. I want to see how that goes down. Um, Clancy yeah, Brown was doing the voice. Obviously, he did voice. He uh, obviously played the uh, Berg in the Mandalorian. He obviously was the voice of uh, Savage Press and many other characters. So yeah, he's doing the voice for the new Inquisitor. So I'm excited to see the new Inquisitor and see how that goes down. Are we getting all these episodes at once? You know, because I know they're quite short. So I hope we do. I believe so. Yes, I believe so. And I've got the run times here. To be fair, I've just looked online. I've just got the run times here. Oh, let's run through them. Let's see, see how long they are. They're quite short. Uh, some of them are uh, quite. I'm just trying to find it again now. Is it because it's is it eight episodes or six? Six, six episodes, two or six. But yeah, no, like I said, it, it'd be really good to uh, get more Star Wars animation. I'm missing a bit of uh, obviously the Bad Batch was supposed to be out at this point originally, so it's nice to get a bit of animation fixed while we wait. I think Bad Batch is out in January, I believe. 
Yeah, Bad Batch is early next year. Yeah, the run times of the episodes is the first one is 17 minutes, second one 14, third 13 minutes, fourth 15, fifth 10, and the sixth is 14 minutes. So quite short um, compared to what we used to, I think, from Star Wars. Um, but if we get them all in one, it means we can binge them and then binge it again yeah. and again and again. Um, do you think we'll get the stories inter- intertwined? So it'll tell some of Dooku, some of Ahsoka, and some of Dooku, some of Ahsoka. Or is it going to be like all Dooku, then all Ahsoka? I would think they would drop it as all one arc and then another. I think that would be a bit more confusing for people if it went from one to one. I mean, you would think that, but we also reached a middle trilogy, not a beginning trilogy. Then oh, yeah, trilogy. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> Plus, the High Republic's going back 150 years in the past. I love that, yeah, because the High Republic's mirrored. It's like, you know, it's done a middle trilogy, then it's gone back and tell the first trilogy, and then Phase 3 is going to be the most futuristic trilogy, isn't it, I think? So, yeah, yeah. Or era, sorry, not trilogy, but yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm hugely excited um, to get this series, Diving at the Law of the Jedi, Diving into Lost Jedi, um, you know, we hear about the Lost Jedi, the statues are there in Attack of the Clones. We don't know much about them. Um, I think it's quite a cool, quite a cool idea. Obviously, the idea of a Lost Jedi doesn't necessarily mean one who's turned to the dark side. It just means Jedi who have left the Order, who have lost. Obviously, yeah. Dooku, we know, does turn to the dark side. Um, Ahsoka, we know, doesn't. There's actually probably more Jedi than ever once she leaves the Jedi, if that makes sense. Um, so, you know, making the right decisions for the right reasons. Um to help people is what she does um so yeah i'm really excited to dive more into these two lost jedi and hopefully we hear more about other lost jedi maybe and you know it's called tears of the jedi i would love first to be the beginning and then we get more series where we can learn about yeah. more jedi and you could easy you know you can release it in seasons where you know the next season could be you know one high one highly known jedi and then it could team that person up with a maybe a a lower, lesser-known Jedi who people don't know about. We can learn about them that way. I think it would be really cool. It doesn't, um, it doesn't have to be set in the prequel era either. Obviously, you can set it further back. 100% Tales of the Jedi. You can go in the future. Yeah, 100%. You can do uh, a story with Ray and Finn. You could indeed. You know, you could, you could talk about Kylo Ren. Sorry, Ben Solo training with Luke. You know, you could do a tale there, yeah. um, which I think would work really well in animation. So, yeah, very, very exciting. I'm still waiting, um, for, that. I'm still waiting for that Tar Vizsla story, so... Yes, well, like Jedi first, Jedi, first Mandalorian to do it in the Jedi order. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think they'll touch that without obviously doing it in the Mandalorian first. Yeah, well, I think that all, all that stuff's coming. I think so. I think I certainly mentions of it. So, you know, I think with Dave Filoni being at the center of a lot of things right now, hopefully we can get those tales that we really want to sink our teeth into. Um, yeah, cannot wait for the series. Hope we get good action figures of like Young Dooku. Um, you know, with the lightsaber, young Qui Gon as a figure would be really cool. I'm excited for that. Um, that new Inquisitor looks brilliant in the Ahsoka story, so hopefully we get that Inquisitor as a figure would be fantastic. Um, so yeah, really, really looking forward to all of that. Um, are you going to watch it all at once when it drops? Yes, because uh, I'm in London. I won't watch it the day it comes out probably because I'm in London. Obviously, like I said, next week for my little mini moon type thing. But I, when I get back on Friday, I probably will. Watch the whole thing, obviously, along with the, the episode of Andor. Spot on. Um, moving on, nice segue. We'll talk about Andor. Uh, no spoilers, really, but obviously, me personally, I've done six episodes. I know you even have watched seven. Um, what's your overall thoughts so far with the series? I really enjoy it. It's very different from, obviously, The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett. 
And I don't mean different in a good way. Like I said, I've seen a lot of people knock down one show for the other. I don't mean that. I think Andor, just the one thing, the main thing that stands out for me as well is the production level is unbelievable. And I do feel like sometimes the volume and all that can make things feel a bit smaller, but the production in Andor is astounding. Everything looks good because obviously they shot it a lot on location, if not all of it, I think, on location, apart from the odd thing here and there. Obviously, Coruscant, they've had to CGI that and all that type of thing. But the Aldani stuff and all that that looks really, really good. Like The production of it is just... Yeah, I think it's the best uh, Disney Plus show in terms of production. The dialogue and everything. I'm, I'm, like I said, we're all massive Star Wars nerds here, so any any dialogue... like I can't get enough of the ISB and... like. Them, them sniping at each other and backhanding each other type thing. I could watch a whole show about the ISB and the political machinations of what goes on within that organisation. I could just have a show on that and I would be happy with that. The odd Easter egg, the Easter eggs here and all that type of thing, like when he says about the Rakatan Empire and uh, other stuff than that. And then obviously my biggest one was the Starkiller armour in Lufen Shop. That, that sold me. I was blown away because it's the Starkiller helmet from the Force Unleashed which everyone knows me who knows how big of a Starkiller fan I am I love that character so that was great but other than that the acting everything about it is top tier Star Wars and it's like nothing we've seen and I'm I'm loving it today's episode I don't think there was any action in it and I was hooked just through the dialogue through the ISB through the rebellion side find out what's happening I absolutely love the show yeah, I think I think for me the show I'm loving the show. Um, you know, I think when I watched the three episode premiere when it finished, I was a bit like thinking back. I was like, you know, there's not much has actually happened in this three episode, but I've been absolutely hooked to it. Like I couldn't pull myself away, so I was fully engrossed and it had my attention. It grabbed my attention uh, big time. So you know, when obviously it was built that big episode where we had this had the heist, which was fantastic and gritty and dark and real. Um, so yeah, I'm loving the series. I think. I compare it to sort of shows like Breaking Bad where there might be episodes where, you know, action-wise, yes, not much might not happen, but there's a lot going on in the dialogue and the storytelling and the background build towards big moments. Um, and without that, the big moments wouldn't be big. It would just be normal moments. Um, so I'm loving the show. Like I said, for me, it's on par with like Breaking Bad. It's like the Star Wars Breaking Bad. Um, it's, it's, it's how I sort of am referring to it in my own head. Um, so yeah, I'm loving Andor. I'm loving, the, I'm loving the sets. I'm loving the locations. Obviously, it was a huge shoot. Fantastic. You know, I believe they've only... Done some reshoots in using the volume, I think, on stuff where they didn't want to go back to location, but other than that, it's all been done on location pretty much. Um, and I'm loving the scope of it and the size of it and the drama and the grittiness. Um, excited for you know, we're only halfway through the season as well. Where for me, it was like we got to episode six, you know, and we had the heist, which is what the what the episodes before have been built up to, and like normal Star Wars television, that would be the finale almost, but it's like, no, this is like a mini finale because actually, yeah. we've still got another, another half of the story to go for this season. Which I think is absolutely fantastic. So, you know, absolutely can't wait to check out episode seven and obviously keep going every week and finish the series strong. Um, I think you're right with the acting. The acting's been fantastic. Um, you know, from you know, those those characters that you don't like to those that you love, um, to those that you're indifferent about. Um, I think I think the performance has been brilliant. Um ISB politics has definitely grabbed me. It reminds me of sort of a political drama when it goes there. And you see them all trying to sort of make the best bets for their career almost. Um and I'm almost just like I can't wait for you all to die. Uh, kind of I like, like I like the fact that one of the uh, 
one of the ISP guys is uh, the drug dealer from the in-between as well. That made me laugh. Is indeed. Um... He is, yeah. I thought, I was like, who is that? I've seen him before. I was like, oh yeah, he's uh, he's in the in-between. He's the drug dealer. There's quite a lot of cast in this show, like a pop-up in British drama. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I, I thought that. I thought there's a lot of people who are in like ITV and BBC dramas. I saw some pushback on that as well. People were like, oh... Is it just everyone everyone British in this show? Well, they filmed it in Britain, and I'm not being funny. I don't think that when I watch a show where all the Americans are in it, I think, oh, is everyone in here from America? Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Definitely, but no. So, yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm excited to see where it goes. Obviously, I've finished the heist, so my next thing is that sort of where does Andor go next, sort of on their own, maybe. So I'm excited to find out where he ends up. Um, I love the fact, you know, that he... You know, he made some good decisions at the end of the episode there, but then sort of, you know, there was still some people who think he was a bad man, maybe. And it was a bit like, well, no, he's actually made the, you know, he, he took the guy to the doctor, you know, maybe he shouldn't have done. You know, the one guy who he thought wouldn't turn was the guy who was like, oh, we'll take the money and run. Um, he only took his share of the money afterwards and left it with the, with the people in the group who were left. Um, but yeah, absolutely love Nandor. Um, cannot wait to get, get caught up with a new episode and be like, Finish the, finish the season strong, which I think it will. Um, obviously, apart from obviously Andor, which we're enjoying now, got Tales of the Jedi coming on October 26th, I believe it is, um, which I can't wait to binge. I know you can't wait to binge it. Um, have you been reading many Star Wars books lately, Ian? I, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I've, I read for the first time ever Darth Maul Shadowhunter from the old Legends, obviously, stuff. And that, I really enjoyed that book, actually. I read that over the course of like three days, which is quite rare for me because I'm quite a I'm not a fast reader. I just obviously I, I sometimes I struggle to keep my focus on it. But I thought Darth Maul Shadowhunter was very good. Obviously, it just tells the tale uh, before the Phantom Menace. One of Viceroy uh, New Gunray's like aides goes running, trying to sell the secrets about the Sith and all that. And Darth Maul has to go to Coruscant and track him down, and then he ends up having to kill a Jedi and all that type of thing. So that was a good read. Fantastic. Um, is it a story that I think could be fit back into canon quite easily? 100%, yeah. It's, it's before The Phantom Menace. It's just one of his missions he goes on before The Phantom Menace. Yeah, it's nothing that, nothing off the top of my head that would break canon if it was. So, yeah, I, I, in my head, I think that story's canon, to be fair. Do we get much Palpatine in it? Yeah, the odd bit, yeah. The odd bit where he's obviously just chastising more for letting his target get away and all that type of thing. But he ends up... He ends up uh, obviously succeeding in his mission in the end. But uh, it's quite actually, yeah. There's a there's a bit at the end of the book that's quite actually quite scary. I don't know if you want me to go and spoilers it. Yeah, you can. Basically, this guy is chased by Maul the whole way through, and he thinks he's got away. He gets up to a space station above Coruscant, and then he he sees a group of senators, and he's like, "Oh, I've done it." And then he the senator he ends up speaking to, who he thinks he's got away with it, is Senator Palpatine from Naboo. And then at the after, obviously, he says he'll look after him. At the end of the at the end of the book, the guy thinks he's got away with it. The door opens, Darth Maul's there, and he kills him. But it's just how it's read. You're like, oh, he's got to these senators, and all of a sudden he's like, what's wrong, my boy? And it's like, oh, Senator Palpatine. You're like, oh no, <laughs> he's got him. He's got Always him. Always in the right place at the right time. Yeah, he is. It's almost like he just plans it that way. Well, was it a master plan, or was it just sheer coincidences? <laughs> you never know with Palpatine, do you? You never know. You never know whether he plans all this stuff out or whether he's more like the Lego Star Wars Palpatine. 
He was one of my to be fair, he's one of my favourite characters in Star Wars, the Lego Palpatine. He's very funny, I like him quite yeah. a lot. Speaking of Lego Star Wars, obviously Halloween's coming up. I don't think there's a new Halloween special coming, but obviously we're trying to rewatch the uh yeah. the last one. Yeah. That's one of my that's one of my favourite moments ever when uh, Darth Maul's obviously not Darth Maul. But Darth Vader's in his fortress and he's like, Oh, the ultimate power to the dark side, and then he's like, So what do you think? And he's like Oh, it's a little on the nose, isn't it? I mean, you can see evil fortress on the hill without saying it. <laughs> Pretty funny, like. That's a front line. He's like, look at this place. It needs something, a chair and all that. It's just funny. And Darth Vader's like, but it's my castle. He's like, oh, stop it. The Lego, the Lego style, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't really enjoy the summer one that just happened, but the, the, the Halloween one and the Life Day one, hilarious. I didn't see the snow once. I've not seen that one yet. So my yeah, it was all right, but yeah, the Halloween and the and the Christmas one, the one before, was good. Spun. You been reading any Harry Potter lately? No, I need. I'm waiting. Uh, Path of Deceit was the next one, wasn't it? But for some reason, whatever it's Disney, it's because you obviously have Del Rey books, and then you have Disney publishing, and no matter what, the Disney publishing books for the UK always get delayed. So I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, the Del Rey ones come out in this country at the same time, but yeah, the Disney publishing one, it's always the same. It's like that's like the Ahsoka book. You know the ones that are like young reader, adult, all that type of stuff. They're the ones that get delayed all of the time, to be fair. Yeah. I don't know why, but they do. <laughs> no indeed. Have you been reading many Star Wars comics lately? Uh, to be fair, I just read the first High Republic one for the new the new phase, which was good. It uh, tells a story about Jeddah and all that type of thing. It's very interesting. You're not a lot to go on so far. It was it was good. Uh, it was a good uh, comic, but yeah, no, I'm excited to see Jeddah. Ever since we saw that in Rogue One, I've been, I have been uh, fascinated by it. And I think the main character in this comic is the guy who the statue has fallen over on. I think that's him. He looks very similar. Fantastic, good stuff. Um, moving on from that, I think you know you always talk about merchandise and stuff, and I know you know. I've told people about my situation and obviously you're getting married. Yeah. So your situation, you were not really in the market to be getting many things. But did you see Hasbro released images of the Clone Trooper Phase 2 helmet? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I missed that. Well, it looks very um very minty. <laughs> yeah. I'm very I'm very tempted. Um to like because once phase I get two, is that the one in Attack of the Clones? No, phase two will be the, the ones the second phase so the ones from Oh Avengers yeah, War. oh yeah, between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. So, because phase three represents Benjamin Sif, I believe. There you go. That's I didn't know that. So, um, no, I believe it's phase three. Yeah, you, you're probably right. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think like, yeah, so it looks looks really cool, really minty. Um, so, you know, when I get my new house, I'm going to be having you know the home studio set up, Star Wars room where I record the podcast and the offices. And I'm probably definitely going to want to get a helmet I think there to decorate in there. So it might be that one, might not. We'll see what else comes out between now and then. So I'm not going to be buying it now. Um. They need to do a Starkiller Black series helmet. Now that it's been in Andor, there's no excuse. Indeed, indeed. They've got the mould. They've got the mould there. Yeah. But um, but yeah, have you um I don't know you've got a couple of helmets. Um what's your favourite one in your collection, do you think? I've got the Kylo Ren one and the Mandalorian one. I do like the Mandalorian one to be fair. And I've seen obviously I've been able to afford it recently, but I've seen the Death Watch one from obviously the live action version in the Mandalorian. That looks sick. But I, to be fair, I am gonna go Forbidden Planet. Uh, next week, I'm going to buy something, whether that's a Black Series figure or something. I'm going to get something. Yeah, you have to go in and, and definitely get yourself something, whether it's a little it, something or a big something. Yeah. Whether it's a figure, we'll see. We'll see how well we do with the wedding. See what I can afford. <laughs> Let fate decide. See what's actually on. Yeah. 
Indeed. I'd love to come back with a dark saber or something, but I don't think I'll be able to swing that. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Um, so yeah, I think you know I definitely want to get a helmet. That Hasbro helmet looks good. Um, I haven't really released any new Hasbro Star Wars Haslabs. Um, probably off the back of the current few years that they've had recently with the two the last two the Rancor and the um the yeah. seventh the third sister uh, yeah, yeah. getting back. So I'll still wait to see what they what they back next. Um, hopefully, hopefully something good comes up that we can that we can try and get. Um, Obviously, Star Wars, you know, very much on TV at the minute. Um, are you missing Star Wars in the cinemas, do you think, Ian? Or you I am, yeah, that? definitely. Now that I know that we're not getting one until 2025, I believe that's the next one slated in. I just wish, this is, I'm not, I don't like criticizing, but I just wish there's one, they announced Rogue Squadron and then it obviously gets delayed. Just don't announce anything so you know it's going to happen. This is what I mean. Because I, I love the Star Wars at the telly, but nothing beats going to the cinema to see a Star Wars film. Nothing. So I just wish, same thing with the games, don't announce it till it's done or till it's definitely going to come out because people just lose faith and they're like, oh, no, like I said, it's going to be another three years now until we get another Star Wars film. When was the last one? 2019? 19? I think so, yeah. yeah. That's mental. That's like three years ago nearly. So, yeah, we're going to be going like five or six years without a Star Wars film. Just, yeah, I just wish sometimes, I think that sometimes they announce stuff and then it's like, because they did a full-on thing for Rose Squadron. Patty Jenkins was like, yeah, this thing. So I am missing a new Star Wars film, especially at Christmas. That was a nice little habit to get into, going to see a Star Wars film at Christmas. And a lot more people are off at Christmas, you know what I mean? So people can do it. So, yeah, I just wish... Same criticism I have with the games. They announce these games and then they never get made. So just get all your ducks in a line, know you're going to do it, and then announce it. That would be make sense to me. Whether we might get some news on the next film at Celebration in April. I hope so, but we'll see. Yeah, I think, you know, I think, you know, these things are, I believe the Party Jenkins Rogue Squadron movies are still in development. Um, yeah. You know, it's never had a shooting date or anything. Obviously, the, I think it's different between announcing projects and then obviously people reading into the, so, for example, the, the next Star Wars date on the slate at Disney Pictures is 25, it's Christmas 25. Yeah. Um, you know, it, that's just where they say, you know, if, if a project gets off the ground, we'll put it in there. Do you know what I mean? If one doesn't, then that'll just get moved or something else will go in its place or we'll leave it blank. Um, I think sometimes people get bored and, oh, it says December 25, so that's, that, that's when it's going to happen. And it's like, well, no, it's like untitled Star Wars movie. They've got a lot of pencil in. We've got a few different projects in development, you know. As we know, we've got Taika Waititi's one. We've got um, also the project from um, his name escapes right now, the Marvel Extraordinaire. Uh, Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige, yeah. So, you know, there's a few different ones that could fill that void, maybe. Um, and you guarantee there's people pitching stuff all the time. Um, you know, yeah. like good, 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 good creators. I miss Star Wars in the cinema, I certainly do. Um, you know, I've had a lot of you know, as we approach Christmas now, you know, we're in October, a lot of my Facebook memories are where I've sort of reposted new trailers that have come out on new TV spots in with a new release for Christmas and how excited I was. And obviously, you know, that's happened at the minute, so I do miss that. But, um, you know, I'm enjoying Star Wars, I'm telling you right now, I'm enjoying the Harry Potter books. Um, so, you know, like, although we haven't got it in our movie theatres, uh, we're certainly not short of any Star Wars to enjoy, which is 
which is the main thing. Um, like I said, hopefully, same as you, got me fingers crossed that we get an announcement for a Star Wars movie, sort of concrete and, you know, good information. That sounds like we're going to get one definitely for, for in cinema soon. Um, how are you feeling about Celebration? Obviously, I know you're going to be doing a, a mock run of London, how to get the King's Cross to the LXL when you go to London next week. Um, I know you've got your hotel booked, your pass booked. Um, how excited are you? And what are you most looking forward to? Super excited, mate. I'm a bit and I'm a bit good that I've got a Sunday ticket. Hopefully, they release more close to the time so I can get a Sunday ticket as well. At the moment, I'm only going Friday, Saturday. But I'm just looking forward to going. Like, I've never been to one. I'm just looking forward to going and seeing what there is. Like I said, you've been to a few, so I don't know what to expect. I don't know. I don't know anything. So I'm just looking forward to going. I'm going to start saving money soon so I can get a few things when I'm there. I'm just looking forward to going. Seeing people I've never met. I, obviously, I'm on Twitter and that. I've, I've talked to a lot of people. I've never met them in person, so it's going to be great to meet people, put names to faces and actually meet people. Maybe go out for a drink after the obviously the things on and all type of thing. So I'm just looking forward to the more social side of it. Because like I said, I've, I've got friends, but they're not into Star Wars like I am. So, And this is going to a place where everyone is as into Star Wars as I am. Meeting people, obviously doing stuff for yourself, Kat and Jason, that'll be cool. Like, hopefully I can get a ticket to the Sunday. Hopefully someone will sell a ticket to the Sunday, I can get it. But yeah, other than that, because Monday, I'm not really, I'm not really uh, bothered about Monday, to be fair. But yeah, if I can go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll be very happy. Yeah, it's quite weird because they haven't announced how they're going to, or if they have, I haven't seen it, like how how people are going to like resell tickets yet because I, I believe it's sold out. I believe them when I say it's all sold out. Um, the last time I looked, there was tickets from Monday, but not many, I don't think. Yeah, so, you know, Mon- Monday's still there. I think they'll be in the closing day, but um, not much happening. So usually closing ceremony, it's a bit like puff piece, editorial type thing. Um, still fun though. But, um, you know, I think, you know, Sunday is obviously sold out, but... There'll be a lot of people passers who probably can't attend for whatever reason. So obviously in the past we've had the light system where you could resell your passes with face value to people who've been in the queue all nice and fair and square. Yeah. Um, so I believe they've announced that they're not using the light this year, but they haven't announced the replacement. But there's definitely people who've got hard passes who don't need them. Um, so hopefully they'll make those available in a safe manner for people to get. So, you know, there'll be some people with Sunday tickets who don't need them anymore and they yeah. should be able to sell them the unit. Nice safe way that A protects you and protects yeah. them. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I said, I'd like to go. I'd like to go Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm super excited. I don't know what to expect, man. Like I said, I've never been to one, so I don't know how it works, what the layout is, and all that type of thing. I don't know. It, it, it's weird. So like th- those things, like, won't even be the things you remember. Like it, it'll be like a a magical whirlwind. Um, yeah. Where like you'll know about it after, but like when you're in the moment, it's just. It's just a crazy experience, like in a good way. Like I think you'll you'll be absolutely in awe of like yeah, just the atmosphere and how things feel. Um, definitely apply for a new credit card before you go. And I don't mean I don't, half joke, but also half being serious. I think you never know what you're gonna see there. Yeah, and I'd hate you know my my thing would be if I seen it and I go actually I can't afford it right now and I didn't get it and then it's like when will you see it again? You might see it again, but you might not. I believe I'll be putting money away after so, I get married. <laughs> I'll tell you that now. Well, I'll definitely, definitely apply for a credit card. I have a credit card with you. If you don't use it, then spot on. You know, I mean, if you do use it, then you know you can then stop paying it off. Yeah. Not a problem when you've got the item that you wanted or the post or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, my advice is to always have a always have a credit card that's blank. Um, yeah. uh, in case of you know, if you should use it, use it. 
you can worry about paying it back later. You know, my advice would be if you don't, if you've got a job, get a credit card. If you don't, then you don't. But uh, how do the tickets work? Yeah. How do the tickets work then? Do I get something sent to me? Because I said we're having a chat now. But how do the tickets work? Because obviously I've got my Friday and Saturday paid for. So they should arrive um, once they start shipping them out. So all right, okay, cool. Yeah, so they do um, come to you. You obviously get a physical version of your ticket. Yeah, yeah. Or if not, you'll pick them up from uh, Will Call. Again, you 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 arrive at the Will Call area at Excel, and then you go up and give your name, email, and then we'll give you the passes. But yeah, I can't imagine getting rid of the passes because the patch art, the pass artwork, and getting in and out. They don't want to be looking at phones every day. They don't have enough security guards for it. Yeah. Um, So I'd imagine, yeah, it'll be a case of. You know, you will get physical passes. The passive artwork's usually awesome. I haven't seen what this year's looks like. Yeah. Um, but I imagine it'll be, be fantastic. Um, yeah. You know, like I say, you're, you're the experienced one here. Like, I've never been, so I'm, I'm hugely excited. Yeah, I think I think just go with the flow. I think I like, don't have too many expectations going in about like, oh, I'm going to get every panel. So you can't actually see everything because it's things that... It's probably things you don't want to see. Do you know what I mean? Things that you're not interested yeah, yeah. in. And there'll be things that you are. So like, you know, try and get things that you are interested in, but also like... There'll be things you see that you've never even thought of before. You'd be like, oh, wow. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I think I think going with, like, don't have an expectation of doing everything and seeing everything, but just go with an expectation of, you know, have the few things you want to hit, but then, like, you know, yeah. go in with an open mind, and I think you'll just end up getting dragged along by something or someone um, and having a fantastic time, and you'll come away with even more friends and even different, even more thoughts about Star Wars that you probably didn't have going in, which is always yeah. fantastic. Um, I, I can't wait for celebration. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be wonderful. Um, obviously, just worried about obviously. I had pre-booked that expensive hotel, but then um, then I had an Airbnb sort of, and the Airbnb burned down. So <laughs> back square one on that one, uh, sadly. Um, but yeah, celebration is gonna be awesome. It's gonna be fantastic. If you, what's the one item you want to? What's the one item? I don't know. This is the thing. I don't know what they have there. I take it they have everything. I take it they have figures, artwork, everything. Anything you can think of. So you've got to think you have... So you have the special celebration store, right? Yeah. Which, you know, I'm probably a moderate spender on Star Wars merchandise compared to some people. Yeah. Your wife would say otherwise. She would say I'm quite yeah, yeah. But, like, I can easily blow, like, 300 to 400 pounds in the celebration store, right? So what do they sell in the store? What do they sell in the official store? So they're selling for... They have loads of different types of t-shirts, yeah, yeah. hats, caps, jackets. They'll have special plushies, um, all sorts of stuff. Different thing, ornaments, tiki glasses, candle makers, like all, all sorts, right? So the queue's always rad for that. So you got once you get in there, you're probably going to get everything you want in there because you might not get a chance to get back in. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't want to spend too much time queuing to get in the shop, okay? Yeah, so there's yeah. that, and that's all, that's all new merchandise that's been made for the event, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, I can easily spend probably three to four hundred pound in there. That's me personally, right? Yeah, yeah. Speaking from past celebration, um, not saying it's big or clever, but it certainly happens. Um, and then you'll have, you know, you'll have the Hasbro booth, which is a separate store. Uh, so that'll have the con- the convention exclusives and other merchandise there as well. Okay. Yeah. You'll have your pop funk or yeah, which I don't collect pop funk, but a lot of people no, do. So you'll have your convention exclusives there. You have. Each model, everybody who has a Star Wars license will have a booth there selling merch all officially. Yeah, yeah. So there's all of that. And then my favorite part is you have a lot of vendors there who are yeah, sort yeah. of who are selling maybe vintage Star Wars or older Star Wars where you can buy things that you know maybe been out a few years. They sell everything from 1977 to now. Oh yeah. That's where you can find some really crazy stuff. You can find like 
you know, vintage Star Wars figures. You can find vintage Star Wars posters. Yeah. Um, you can find stuff from, you know, the 2000s. You can find stuff from last week. Um, so, yeah, like, there's so much stuff there. It's like, and it goes beyond just the official store. It's like, you've got the official store, the official vendors selling their stuff, the licensees, essentially. And then you've got, you know, the likes of Regal Robot will be there, who, you know, official licensees, and they sell, like, you know, high-end yeah, I can't hold any of that to say yeah. I know. <laughs> I know Regal Robot as well. Yeah, but so you've got that, and then you know, like that type of thing. Like I said, and then you've got all these vendors who like trade us selling. Um, but like I said it's just just awesome. Yeah, I can't wait, man. Honestly, I can't wait. Like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna start putting money away after I get married, and I'm gonna go with a fair chunk of money, like because I know uh, I'll uh, I'll need some money because I will I will buy a lot of stuff. <laughs> Definitely, and they haven't released what the t-shirts are for the official store, but they usually like pick designs that are like fantastic. So you don't really yeah. have a you don't really have a choice in like yeah, yeah. wanting to buy them if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think last year they even did like they did the High Republic first original three novels in like special leather bound with like higher with like yeah they did yeah I saw that yeah like I said I'm I'm quite a, obviously a book guy as well so I'm looking forward to seeing like all the books and that there's a. No, definitely. So it's uh, celebrations around the corner. Be heavy for you know, but it's going to be wonderful. Um, so yeah, I'd imagine you know the chat will go wild and the tickets start getting sent out. I'd imagine. Yeah. But um, hopefully they announce, like I said, how how you meant to re-get tickets. I've got a couple of yeah. friends who like aren't really like half into Star Wars, half not, and they're sort of interested in coming, but then didn't realize it would be a case of tickets going to sell out in a day. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get them. I mean, there will be an option to rebuy. I imagine they just haven't announced yeah, yeah. it. Um, but the celebration is also going to be a bit different. Obviously, you know, I think I think the way they run the, the media stages and the media passes has all changed, um, which I'm not going to do. I don't know if we stand yourself to be honest with you. But um, so yeah, so they've, they've changed quite a lot of stuff. So you know, there's going to be a lot of people who've been a lot of different celebrations, but there's some aspects that are going to be quite new for this one. Um, yeah. Obviously, run by Repop, who run the LXL all the time for MCM Comic Con. Um, yeah. So I like to think that company knows what it's doing. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Hopefully, because you know, they're there, they're there quite a bit. Um, obviously, I'm looking forward to having a few beers, certainly with yourself and yeah, yeah. Uh, with people. Yeah. It's gonna be gonna be good. I'm excited. Hundred percent, mate. Definitely some beers, maybe some rums. We'll have to see how wild we'll get. We'll the night pans out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We'll just drink all night and turn back up the Excel uh, in the morning. Yeah, what time's it open? What time are doors normally open? Oh, I don't know. So I don't think they'll be doing midnight. I don't think they'll be open overnight with the new virtual queue system for the panels. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, yeah. I imagine it'll probably probably let in the building around this is just a guess, but probably around seven or eight. And then the area the area to get onto the convention floor will probably be taped off until a certain time, whenever that is. Probably half ten or something. Sounds. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But but I imagine we'll get all that information when the starts and the tickets out and the passes out. Yeah, yeah. Which will be good. Are you you looking to get any autographs from anyone? Hopefully, mate, yeah, if I can if I can get a few autographs with people, yeah, 100%. Like I said, uh, I'm just going to have a, a good time. Like I said, I'm going to save like mad and I'm going, to, I'm going to go and have a good time. Yeah, I would like, if I could meet anyone, trying to think, depending on who's there, obviously, because I know it might be diff- it might be different. Because obviously in America, there's a lot more American actors. But if I could meet uh, Ashley Eckstein, I'd be happy to meet. Uh, Tamara Morrison, Boba Fett. I don't know who's coming, but yeah, anything like that. 
I mean, I imagine there'll be quite a lot of presence there. So with it, with it being UK, we'll still get big stars, I imagine. Yeah. Um, I think you're bumming into a lot of people. That's what I found. You know, bumming into Doug Chang, bumming into Dave Filoni, bumming into, um, bumming into Claudia Gray, bumming into... Um, yeah. Bumming into... I've forgotten the names, but the, the Clone Wars vice cast. Um, Obi-Wan oh, Kenobi. Like, and, uh, Matt Lanter? Uh, no, it was Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, J- James Arnold Taylor. And he was with um, the guy who does the Bad Batch. Oh, Dave Bradley yeah, Baker. Them two were together. Bumping into them two. Um, bumping into the old host of the Star Wars show. Um, whose name's yeah, also yeah, right now. But, Anthony yeah. and Andy Gutierrez, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Bumping into them. Um, also bumping into um, Timothy Zahn. Oh, that'd be that. No, to be fair, that'd be class. Yeah, I'd like to meet Timothy um, Zahn. That'd be, that'd be really. He's, he's British as well, isn't he? I'm not sure, possibly. Um, but so yeah, so like there's there's all these. All these I mean, he'll be there because they make the money at the conventions scene. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you bump into a lot of people. Obviously, the money in the autographs is that you, you pay for the autograph at the autograph booth. That makes sense, or the picture. So just because you bump into someone doesn't mean you might get an autograph. But um, I'm not really an autograph hunter, so I don't really bother me too much. But yeah. um, I know some autographs can cost a lot of money. Um, that's another thing. You know, you might spend all your money in the shop and buy those other stuff. But then also, if you're autograph hunting. Probably yeah, yeah. spend quite a bit on that as well. Um, he's American, so, by the way. He's American. He's American. Yeah. So yeah, so now bumping into those guys, not through like just by chance, really. Yeah. Um. So so yeah. Um. Nearly bumping Ashley Eckstein was you know probably about twenty feet away from her. Um. So so no, uh, you you see them in, like you know you might bump into the convention floor and stuff, but you also might bump into people like in in the hotels and bars like around the area afterwards and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's it's a really, really cool party vibe. Uh, it's almost similar to the Edinburgh Fringe. I mean, the Edinburgh Fringe, that's the type of vibe I think it's similar to. Um, sort of very, very, very cool. Um, I think we're about to wrap it up there. Yeah, you know, we've had a nice, nice three yeah, quarters of an hour catch up. Um, anything you want to talk about Star Wars wise for shoot off? No, I think I'm good, mate. Like I said, I'm looking forward to obviously getting married and then potentially being able to get a few things. <laughs> Next week in London, hopefully, I'll be able to put that out. If I do get a few, I'm gonna get something, I'm gonna get some whether it's a book, uh, figure, whatever, but I will do that. But other than that, mate, no, I'm uh, I'm uh, happy. Obviously, looking forward to my wedding this weekend and looking forward to not Star Wars related, but looking forward to Newcastle games, as Indeed. we recall. Eddie House, Howdy Mags, the Premier League, we go. Um, no, obviously, you know, congratulations again. Obviously, looking forward to seeing the wedding snaps. And have a fantastic day. Love it. I can't wait to hear all about it. Are you planning on sprinkling any Star Wars into the day? We have got a string quartet who is playing a Star Wars tune. I don't know what they're playing because it was just a Star Wars medley, but we have I have snuck a little bit of Star Wars in there. Fantastic. Love that. Yeah. Awesome. But no, all the best, mate. Excited to hear all about it next week. Um, and hope you guys have the, have the best day. I'm sure you will. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Um, obviously, Cat and Jason weren't available tonight. I believe they are playing ping pong together while eating Chinese. But um, they'll be back next week, hopefully. Um, but what I will say is, you know, Star Wars has been a bit of a hiatus. As I've said, you know, I'm homeless at the minute and I'm recording this in my mum's dressing room. Um, if I've got to do this every week from now till celebration, that's what we'll try and do. Um, but listeners, thank you very, very much for listening. Ian, thank you very much for joining us and being part of the show. Um, may the force be with you all. And remember, always tell that to Kanja Club.
Hello, Star Wars listeners. This is Savannah Odit. You might know me as host of The Dorky Diva Show with my co-host Brian Balance. I am also producer of The Adventures of the Zolandar, which is a Star Wars-inspired audio drama that we produced over the last year. If you love stories uh, about smugglers, courage, heroic characters, and maybe a few foes along the way, you should go to thedorkydivashow.com and listen to The Adventures of the Zolandart today. Shao, we've got your pigs. Were any of the critters harmed? What did you do now? I didn't do anything. I just freaked out for no reason. It was nice doing business with you again. Maybe next time we could deliver something less... Temperamental. <laughs> now, what you call temperamental, I call fun. Hey, is there a place nearby where I can make some repairs? Uh, oh yeah, three clicks south of here, you'll find a small spaceport. Uh, they, they should have what you need, as long as it's nothing too big. Dynamic class. My stars, you don't hear about many of those still being spaceworthy. It's been in my family for a while. She's pretty great. Uh, any chance you have a hovercart we can use to load up? I'll check out the holonet to see if anything new has come up in the sector. My name is Sereth Khan. I am the chief here on Gamai. My people and I have been experiencing food shortages as of late due to unforeseen natural occurrences. We are looking to hire someone. I say we take this one. The pay is great and it's the type of job we're familiar with. Welcome, welcome. You must be Captain Otoa. I've already sent word to Pak to expect you in the next cycle or so. You told him we were coming before we even accepted the job. That's rather presumptuous, isn't it? Uh, perhaps, though once I received confirmation that you are interested and on your way here, I couldn't help but hope. Fair enough. Well, we'll be back as soon as we can. That's not good. Is that blaster fire right here? Ah, so you're the one. Captain, it sounds like they want to do this the hard way. <laughs> I love when they got some fight in them. Oh, uh, this is bad. This is bad. We're about to have a lot of company. I'll see you soon. <laughs> 